0: Hello and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Bolin, alongside my Padawan, Braxton Taylor. Shut up.
1: I'm not your <laughs> Padawan! I, we talked about this off-air. You know what? that hurts my
0: feelings.
1: What's wrong with you?
0: We, uh, we had a rare occurrence where we actually saw each other. Um, outside of doing Jedi <laughs> <I> Eternal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and anyways. His when father he... insulted me, just put it that way. <laughs> um, in front of a group of people. Yeah, in front, in front of an audience, my dad, um, referred to Braxton as my Padawan and Braxton's <laughs> feelings were very hurt. I, was, I wasn't,
1: it was I was angry. I was angry. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie about that. <laughs> Took everything I had, not just get I mean, up and walk out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not your Padawan. But, um... I've always looked as, at Braxton as my one, but he refuses to look at it that way, but that's okay. I, um, see I still you love a... you. I still love you. Anyway. Don't even, don't even, I don't want to know. <laughs> don't even
1: say it. Okay. Don't okay. even say it. You know, in my mind, you know what I, what I would say, so.
0: <laughs> lies, whatever it is, is lies. <laughs> but anyways, um, welcome back everyone yes. to another week of us talking about nonsense and Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> More nonsense all the time yeah. than Star Wars. So. Uh, this is yeah. our 49th episode. Oh my So our gosh. big 50... 50- Fiftieth episode. It will be next week. Yeah,
1: Um, (laughs) which we had our huge like one year anniversary. I don't know
0: that fifty is going to be
1: anything like. It's not not going to
0: be anything that crazy. Um, Yeah, Uh, I do have an idea for it, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, We won't. We uh, won't. uh, We uh, won't discuss it on air. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So, anyways, as you guys may already know, uh, this is um, right uh, after a year of us being at Jedi eternal. Oh yeah. So we're kind of in that we're, what we're calling Jedi eternal 2.0. Oh yeah. And, uh, we're, we're wanting to, um, improve things of course, and make things better for you guys. And in that process, we now have a, uh, GoFundMe that you guys can donate oh, to yeah. if you choose to do so. We would love that support. Um, you can find that on our Facebook and also we also have a merch store now. Uh, I've been telling you guys that we have some more merch on the way. I'm still working on that, unfortunately. <laughs> that for some reason, they yeah. keep declining our designs. Um, yeah, funny enough,
1: they give, they approved the first one. Yeah, yeah. And we, we w- u- u- upload two of them. They're the <clears> exact <throat> same thing, but with color changes and a couple textual changes. Yeah, yeah.
0: And... It says, oh, and
1: sorry, copyright. Well, why did you accept the first one then? Yeah,
0: it's saying there's copyright issues. Um, yeah. I don't so know. anyways, we are working on that. Uh, hopefully, we'll get that ironed out. You'll have a lot more yeah. options on the merch store eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But until then, there is some stuff on there, some t-shirts, uh, hat, different things like that you and can check out. Hoodies and things of that nature. So. But sometime in the hopefully near future, there will actually be even more variety there for you to choose from. Yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, if you guys want to go and support us at that any way that you can, we'd really appreciate it. We shout huge shout out to all of those that have already done so. Yeah. Because um, I know there's people who's been ordering who hasn't even told us, because we get the emails that says, oh, there's new... Shop yeah, but we can't see who it, who it is. So huge shout out to whoever it is and big thanks to those
0: who have that I have told us. Yeah, and also like uh when you get your merch, go ahead throw it on. Take a picture, tag us, let's yeah. see it. We would love to yeah. know you got something from the store. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, it also it doesn't hurt to share it that you got it. And yeah, else, we'd like so. to know,
1: too. And we, like, we thought, like, two things I was going to say. First thing with the merch um, was that we'd love to maybe, like, make a big compilation picture with everybody. So that would be kind of cool and, and uh, maybe share whatever you guys would let us. Yeah. But on a side note, we just talked about how we had our one-year anniversary. During that, we... Um, did a book giveaway and yeah. just want to say that we did select a winner, which was Guillaume Durand. Yeah, and I've been practicing that, so I've hopefully, that, hopefully that you appreciate it that. It sounded good, I mean. Guillaume Durand. <laughs> that it sounds, probably so bad. I'm not to you. Try anyway, no, uh, anyway, no, for real though. So he just got his book. So we just want to say congratulations again to Guillaume. Um, yeah, great. Uh, you know, it's great to have you listening with us and uh, be a for part sure. of that contest. So those of you who are listening, uh, I know that uh, I think John Poe was one of them saying, "Hey, you know, I kind of caught into this late. I would have loved to got into this uh, during our live stream." Um, we're Gonna always have some contests. May it be like every week or every month, or whatever. But when big stuff happens, we always try to have some giveaways, live streams, things of that nature. So uh, yeah, we would just uh, we'd love for you guys to be a part of this. So yeah. anytime you, you keep keep uh, keep up with our Facebook page, Instagram right. page, and we'll always let you guys know.
0: Yeah, and uh, there'll definitely definitely be more soon. Uh, we have there's there are books on the way. More high republic books on the way this year. Yeah, I'm sure absolutely. we'll do some giveaways for that stuff. So just keep an eye on our Facebook. That's that's the best place to uh, keep up on what we're doing. Anytime we have anything special going on, it'll be there. So yeah, but let's jump into the news. Uh, it's you know it kind of seemed like it was going to be a slow week, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we we started to get some interesting things here. So let's just get the let's just get the the big one out of the way here. <laughs> right, that, I'm right. sure at this point. Uh, you guys listening on Saturday will have probably heard about this maybe by Saturday have heard even more about this yeah, yeah, there is a sure. there is a possibility of that even um, but let's just let's just get this out of the way and, uh, and then we'll move on but uh, Gina Carano is no longer a part of Star Wars. Uh, Lucasfilm has decided to part ways with her. Um, and they have said that they have no intentions of using her ever again. And that was, that's straight from Lucasfilm themselves, um, based off of some things that she has said. Um, that was basically what they said was the reasoning. And she's gone. Um, we here at Jedi Eternal, are we don't get into the politics of things. We're not going to get political on you guys. We're here to have fun and talk about Star Wars. And really, the the politics and things is, is not really necessary exactly. for, yeah. for this podcast. So we're not going to get into any of that. Um, but what we do want to talk about is what this means for the future of Star Wars content. Yeah, and um, Specifically course, things related to her character. Exactly. Yeah. And what we will say is, of course, it is a bummer that this character now... May no longer be in Star Wars, right? Um, not even mentioning the actress or anything, but just the character right, right. Uh, that we have have started to learn about and and grown to appreciate is now potentially going to be written out of of, of right. existence. Right.
1: Well, <clears throat> and here's the thing. I mean, obviously, there was a reason that Cara Dune was written into season two of Mandalorian pretty heavily. And this is a tactic not, it's not even just a Disney thing, but this is just common sense writing. If you want to introduce something new that no one's ever seen before, but yet keep it attributed to something, uh, you know, like, like Star Wars, this recurring theme that everybody knows, how do you do that? Well, you introduce something new with something you already know very well. And I think that was the point with Cara Dune, is that they was going to bring her into season two a lot more heavily than season one, really get her integrated, really get people to know her, know her character. And then whenever uh, Rangers of the New Republic come in... you know that was going to be kind of the big catalyst is that the rangers of the new republic is going to come in okay well we're going to probably see a lot of characters that we don't know we're going to see a lot of characters uh, you know places and themes that we're not going to be familiar with or just getting introduced to and then it will be Cara Dune though who's kind of the catalyst right that's going to kind of oh well, I know her how she, how does she fit into the scenario okay then now I have the context to to build off <laughs> of everything else so my point is is that now that she may no longer be a character anymore or written out or what have you um, it's going to be very interesting, at the very least, if nothing, just to look at Rangers of the New Republic and to see what happens
0: with that. Well, we know that that um, Gina had already said some controversial things in the past, and so there was already a push to get her out of Star Wars for a while now. And so when you look at the timeline of, of production, um, season two may have already been mostly made when all of this really started to, to ramp sure. up. Yeah. And now basically from everything I've read, the reports I've read, they were just waiting for an opportunity to, to do this. Right. And, right. And so, um, now, uh, she made some statements over the past couple of days that Lucasfilm felt were, were, um, enough for them to, to give her the boot. Right. And, and now we're here. And so, with that being said, season two of Mandalorian definitely made it f- seem like there was more coming from from her character, right? right? Um, there was rumors that there was going to be a show about her and um, and and uh, oh, who was it? Um, yes, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what her name is. The Mandalorian, um, Bo Katan. Yes, yes, Bo Katan, thank you. Interesting. There was a rumor I didn't for a hear, while, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. yeah. There was a rumor for a while that there was gonna be a show about them. And reports are now saying <laughs> that that got cancelled due to the first round of of controversy. Right. So then it kind of seemed like, okay, well, it looks like maybe they're going to she's going to be a part of this Rangers of the New Republic. Um but now that seems pretty unlikely as well. Most likely, yeah. Um of course, do I think that means the sh- that show is canceled? No, not really. I think they can. There's others that could carry that show for sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the other thing to look at here is, do they recast this character?
1: Yeah, and that's a possibility. Um, I, I think it would be hard because, although she's fairly new, we could get away with it if it was like the first season of Mandalorian when she's in it, like five you know i mean five nine five times right like a total of five minutes was what i was going to try to say but uh but now that she's been so cemented in season two i think it would be very difficult to recast the character and more than likely they're just going to have to write around it and that's going to be the case most likely yeah i mean
0: i think i think that's definitely going to just depend on you know are they are they going to just trust that people will will accept that it's someone else and, and kind of just trick our brains into accepting this is supposed to be the same person or do they just write her out? You know, she, she, uh, she's dead or, (laughs) or she's just gone at this point and just not a part of the story any longer. And I think part of that may depend on how important she is into what they've already are planning. Sure. You know, you assume based on what we've heard, they, they do have some, some plans in the works for what, the future of this disney plus series is right. and with that being said it depends probably on just how vital her character is to all of it um, you would assume not incredibly vital right but but potentially does hold some significance and so i think that probably is going to be the, the deciding factor there
1: yeah, I agree. Um, and we're going to kind of close up on that because we, we could, you know, we have our opinions. We're going to talk. We, we could talk about what we believe and don't believe, but we're not going to do that. So... Um, you know, just wanted to at least address it because we knew that this was something that was going to come up, you know, and a lot of people are going to hear about, and, yeah. Hey, you, we want to always be on top of the news, no matter what. Um, furthermore, we also wanted to maybe discuss the implications of what that's going to mean for character of care doom. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, you know, it's kind of up in the air as of right now, what's going to happen to that character. Um, but, uh, only time will tell. Only time only will time tell. Only time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Something a little less dangerous. So, uh, Um, So let's see, our second news piece for the week is that there is unrevealed Star Wars game coming from Zynga, Uh, such creators of legendary games as Farmville, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) and whatever the other one's called, like, City something, I don't even know. But anyway, they do a lot of, like, online uh, Facebook games, especially back in the day, especially around the 2010, 2012 era, era there. Um, but they, uh, anyway, so there's supposed to be an unrevealed Star Wars game from Zynga that's going to launch by the end of 2021. So, which is pretty interesting. I, we've heard about this before. In fact, we even talked about this on the podcast before, and we kind of speculated, oh, is this going to just be another, um, mobile game? But I think at that time, they had released, like, oh, they're working to, like, you know, cut of the, you know, cutting-edge, state-of-the-art technology and great writers and stuff like that. And I'm like, so what in the world is
0: Zynga going to yeah, be doing? Yeah, well, so their mission, as it says, is to bring AAA console visuals and deep, compelling gameplay to mobile platforms.
1: Right, right, right. So there, it's, like, it's still going to be mobile. I remember that now. It's going to be mobile, but yet at the same time, it's going to be more story based more com- like you know still pulling story or, or deeper well, gameplay maybe it doesn't
0: necessarily say that but
1: the, yeah just the way they're talking kind of insinuates that it could be something like that but but you know i definitely think they're going to go for his visual appeal for sure i mean i don't know right and I, I really don't know what to expect from
0: this well it says it's gonna have a soft launch in summer that's what they're hoping mm-hmm. for is a soft launch in summer and okay. then and then officially launched by the end of the year um uh, I would say this is going to be a, um, you know, console-like graphics, uh, really high-quality moisture farming game on Tatooine. <laughs> right. Yeah, I could definitely see that being <laughs> the case, honestly. Uh, uh, what, the what, uh, uh,
1: moisture farming simulator? Yeah, you know? moisture,
0: <laughs> <laughs> moisture farming simulator 2021. Yeah, yeah. you start mm-hmm.
1: off at the Luke's Home Compound, and then you go to Tashi Station next. Yeah.
0: <laughs> honestly
1: i can see that i honestly i honestly can see that i'm not even joking Uh,
0: i i don't think that's what this is no Uh, i mean i don't think that's what it is i could say i (laughs) I wouldn't be
1: surprised Um, really
0: i really don't know i really don't know what to say i don't know either this could go so many different ways until we hear more it's kind of hard to even assume
1: i would say it's not impossible because
0: you have to remember this this is zynga but this is a new studio Sure. So this technically is not the developers of Farmville. Eo Farmville. I mean, (laughs) I guess maybe some of them could carry over, but this this is um, this supposedly a new studio branching out. Yeah. Right.
1: Which also, you know, um, I kind of forgot what I was about to say earlier, but what I was going to say is that, you know, they very well could be just trying to branch over into a new era of, uh, you know, mobile games that are a little more story-based or or maybe not just story-based as much as just very great graphics looking good, high fidelity uh, and smooth gameplay, whatever that gameplay will be. Like, for instance, back in 2008 or something along those lines, we had... um, Oh, I literally just forgot what it's called. Um, huge, huge iOS game. Um, man, I literally... Infinity Blade. Infinity Blade. And oh, if you yeah, remember, yeah, Infinity yeah. Blade looked fantastic
0: on the phone. I mean, as good as it could. could. Anyway. Yeah, I was using the Unreal Engine. Yes. It was like one of the first times so, for mobile, yeah. I mean,
1: that's, that's been over a decade. Or, well, yes, it's been over a decade, from my understanding, since it came out. So, I mean, it's not impossible for them to have really good graphics, really good-looking things. On the phone, especially with the phones that we have now.
0: Oh yeah, well, um, some new tech was just shown. Uh, I believe it was in just the past couple of days of what of what um, graphics are going to be able to be for uh, like uh, human animation. Yes, yeah, saw and that. Did you see that? And, like and
1: hyperhumans or metahumans or meta- what they humans, call them? I think yeah. is what
0: they called it. And that was that's something that they're bringing to phones, yeah. consoles, <laughs> computer, everything. That's nuts. Not only that, but you can you can mess around with it yourself on a browser. Oh, really? On a computer? On a browser. And so like that's insane to me that 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 level of quality is oh, yeah. so easily Absolutely. accessible. Now, I don't think it's out just yet. Um as far as like for someone to, if they want to go try, it. I don't think it has been released yet, but that's what they're promising. So, um, so just the fact that that exists, that technology exists, like things are going to get so crazy with graphics, and and I think even on mobile, it's going. You're going to see a a jump in in quality here real soon. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, that's going to be really cool. I mean, I I I don't know what to expect. You know, I'm not a huge mobile gamer <laughs> um you know in in our generation that was kind of like a kind of a laughable statement a mobile gamer you know but honestly there's a lot of younger generations that's growing up who, who do consider themselves a mobile gamer you know and, and play on their phones and stuff but play actual games i mean uh you know we got like stuff like fortnite and yeah. things that nature or PUBG that's on phones now and stuff like that so yeah well, it's not impossible yes <laughs>
0: Well, Fortnite in mobile hasn't worked out so well. Uh, Oh well, yeah. (laughs) Other than that, but you see what I'm saying, you see what I'm getting at. Um, Free Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag free Fortnite.
1: Yeah, well, Apple's not the best Uh. with that anyway. But anyway, um, but my point is, is that you know clearly. There is this new generation of mobile game gaming that's kind of coming up, and and so Zynga has has been kind of the forefront of of this online mobile gaming type thing for a long time now. So yeah.
0: I can see them maybe wanting to up their game and change directions a little bit. Yeah, I got to tell you this. This has anything to do with Star Wars, but I have to tell you anyways. <laughs> anyways. Okay. So, as as some of you may know or may not know, as I give I give drum lessons, and uh, one of my my students the other day. I was giving him a drum lesson we had just started and I asked him, I said, so, so did you practice any this week? You know, did you spend some time practicing? And he's like, ah, oh. he's like, well, it's like, no, he's probably like eight or nine. He's <laughs> like, no, he's like, I was just too busy cranking nineties in Fortnite. Cranking nineties. <laughs> what does that even mean? I really don't know cranking
1: 90s and that's it, we're getting old like, dude we're not even getting the new lingo anymore so i was
0: like oh i was like cranking 90s he's like yeah he's like i've just been cranking a lot of 90s i, was like, I think maybe he's making that up dude I, I was like okay i watch a lot of tiktok I, like, I think i know
1: about this i don't know i'm looking this so up you couldn't now. practice okay. your
0: drums because you were cranking 90s it, is,
1: it appears to be real okay what does uh, it mean crank generally used in combination with 90s as in the phrase crank 90s this just means that you're doing a lot of them really quick and cranking them out doing a lot what's a 90 i don't know it is under fortnite terms and glossary so hold on (laughs) i'm trying to find it uh so 90 is stop anyway this is a term for specific technique of building. Oh. It oh, is building. considered the fastest way to get to the high ground on a on a player. Uh, okay. That's why I hate Fortnite. You like blink and these kids grill, get like a 20 story worst building. Building's the part of Fortnite, yeah. To perform a 90, you place two walls, of floor, and a ramp. Okay, I've seen uh, that before. Okay. Cranking 90s. So cranking he... 90s. <laughs> That's funny. That yeah, is funny. Well. He, hey. Next I mean... time he tells me
0: he's cranking 90s, I'm going <laughs> to trip him. <laughs>
1: <I'm gonna> smack <laughs> him and then tell him to get out of my uh, practice room. You're not allowed back anymore.
0: You're not coming back till you quit cranking '90s. Go crank your
1: '90s. You're not cranking any sick beats on the drum set.
0: All right, let's move on. Yeah, this has nothing to do with Star Wars. Sorry, guys. Okay, moving on to our third so and fault? final news story for the day. Um, Pedro Pascal has uh, has this. This again doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Star Wars, but we'll get to how Good it does. Grief. Well, we will, uh, I promise you, it does turn around <laughs> into Star Wars, but um, Pedro Pascal has um, joined HBO's The Last of Us series, mm, and he will be Joel. Wow. That's a big role right there. That is That's a huge a role. Very big role. Um, it's very interesting, and I, I'm sure some of, some of you that listen to us probably, probably are The Last of Us fans because, you know, if you're in that kind of – if you're into gaming and and that kind of thing, you're probably somehow connected (laughs) to that as well. (laughs) Right, right. Um, But with that being said, what what connects this more so to Star Wars, other than the fact that he's in The Mandalorian, is that they're saying that um, Pedro Pascal is in first position for this. Mm. And what that means, first position means that ultimately – that show wins out if a scheduling conflict ever arises or anything else. Interesting. So no matter what, The Last of Us is the most important. Right. Right. And that's interesting because, as we know, Pedro Pascal is is The Mandalorian. Right. And we know there's going to be a third season. We know that there's potential he's crossing over into some other things. Sure. Um, here in the near future, and so. I guess the question is do we think that this potentially could cause issues um in the near future. Oh, it definitely
1: could. I mean, I'm not say that it will, but it's definitely possible. Um and and you know what's funny to me is knowing Disney is the conglomerated monopoly that they are. Um I can't believe that they don't they don't have how do they what are they called it, priority or whatever you you said um, first position, right? I can't believe that they yeah. didn't have in their contract first position for hey, Disney stuff. Yeah, kind of interesting, isn't it? I can't it? believe
0: that. Yeah, you would assume that he now, didn't
1: because... here's the thing. And this is probably how he got away with it is that he's typically the voice, nine times out of ten. And that was what I was going to bring
0: up next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as we know, in the first season especially... Uh it was mostly just his voice. Right. In the second season there he has he spent some more time in the suit. Right. But from everything we have heard and speculated on, it appears like potentially in season three he was going to not have to uh hide his face as, as often. Right. Just based off the story where the story was at. And so right. um you would assume Pedro is maybe gonna be shown a little more in this next season. I I, I I do think that's true and I, I
1: definitely thought the same thing, but now that I'm thinking about it, one of the only reasons that he even started like going back on that is just the fact that he wanted he had to sacrifice for Grogu, right? So now that Grogu is safe, he's being trained by a Jedi, he might kind of fall back on their his ways. Maybe. And, and if, if
0: not, if nothing else, that's just the way they're going to do it to yeah. combat conflict. I mean I like to I I'm personally hoping that that's kind of part of his character growth though, and that he sure. I agree. No, I agree that, I agree, yeah. that the, the helmet is is not necessary. Right. And and so I was hoping that kind of that was the moment that he made that decision. But maybe right. it's not, and maybe he will continue to to leave it on all the time. But you know, either way, they can. They can work around it, probably, oh, and yeah. just yeah. keep him in the helmet more often anyways. Yeah, they, they have just really good to, mo-cap stuff that they'll, um, you know, <laughs> they can put on there, so. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but anyway, it's just it's just interesting that he's taking on um, this role. Yeah, because that's very interesting. Uh, th- this this... R- the Last of Us from HBO, it will be a huge show. Like, big. no doubt. It's going yeah. to be a big show. Pretty big. And so it's interesting that he's taking that on while also still committed to what he has to do for for Disney. And, and I don't know where the production, like, I don't know how that stuff's going to line up. We know right. that that production for this uh, Mandalorian season three is, is supposedly probably going to start with the next couple months, right? Because yeah. they're fu- they're finishing up Boba Fett right now, as we understand. So So, right. um, with that being said, like if if the Last of Us starts production soon as well, you know they're gonna be there's gonna be conflict there.
1: I so. I, I do I, I do agree. I just think that most likely they're probably gonna plan around that a little bit. I, I I haven't heard hardly anything about this Last of Us thing until this this news piece. So I would imagine that most likely. The last of us will probably be filming a little bit later, or they might I, ir-
0: intersect just later on. I just don't want it to turn into a Henry Cavill Justice League <laughs> scenario, <laughs> a CGI mustache. Yeah, issue, well, you because know? you know, with Henry Cavill, you know, he was on Justice League. They filmed like most of the movie. Changed right. directors, decided to to refilm. Most of the movie, but at that point, Henry Cavill was already a part of of James, or not James. I said James Bond, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible. and yeah, yeah. Uh, and they didn't want him to shave off his mustache, so they had the CGI it, just to so like, just to fill everybody in that you,
1: you you could just shave it. In.
0: This dude, I guarantee could grow mustache in like thirty minutes. Yeah, like right, I'm like, right. I don't think it would have been an issue, but okay, yeah. And so, and it just made him look horrible the <laughs> really entire. So it's just, just things like that. We know yeah. we know what can happen, and oh, so yeah, it does yeah. worry me about what what could potentially change in the Mandalorian because he signed on to what, what in the yeah. story may they have to go, Oh, you know what? We can't have Pedro for like two weeks. So we'll, yeah. we're going to, we're going to create an episode where he's not even in it. And we're going to do like mm-hmm. a, just, just, just to keep things going. We're going to do a side story about, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. And they just kind of, I'm not, that's, a, that's just way out there idea, right. but you just never know what they might you, have you to don't. do.
1: You have no clue what, what, what conflicts might arise because of that. And, you know, and they may have talked about it and been like, oh yeah, well, you know, you're, you're mostly a voice actor for this rather than a, an appearance. And we, so we can work around that and, oh, it might happen a little bit later. So we can work around that and, and blah, blah, blah. Right. But they don't know. I mean, they have no clue until it actually happens. So the rubber meets the road what the plan is actually going to be and work out like. So it's, it's going to be a little scary, a little bit iffy. But uh, overall, I think I think they'll probably, you know, Disney's Disney. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll figure something yeah. out. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Um, yep.
0: We're going to jump into our rumors now. And we have like five rumors for you today. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, strap yeah. in and uh, let's jump right into our first one here. Our first one is uh, about... Uh, the actress Janina, as we know, she played Aiden Versio in the Battlefront 2 campaign. And there was a little Twitter exchange that we found to be pretty interesting. Uh, Crafter Anonymous on on Twitter had tweeted, wow. so what's Aiden Versio up to around the time of The Mandalorian? Asking for a friend and <laughs> then put uh, and tagged Janina in it. And yeah. Janina um, tagged um, Mitch Dyer, who was the writer for star wars battlefront 2 hmm. and she says want to let him know Woo. and he says during the timeline of mandalorian i didn't versio is a former rebel an ex special forces a war hero married friends with shriv about to be a mother ready for more stories i just want to point out you said hero so no i didn't did yeah, i really you
1: really did he's like a war hero and I was, was going to say something like some about some joke about Mario, but I just let you <laughs> Did going. I really say yeah. it? That's,
0: that's funny. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's
1: me. Here we go. Anyway, <laughs> um, here we go. Anyway, so yeah. No, that's interesting. It's me, the Mario.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it is interesting that they're talking about maybe having more stories. Yeah, so um, it says, for those who are curious what she might be up to. Oh, no. she. He. He. After he says that, he says, for those who are curious what she might be up to. I know I am. So... Of course, like, none of that is stuff we didn't really already know. We right. know yeah. We we understand that that's kind of where she was at during that time. Um, of course, we know the end of her story. But yeah. there is there is that middle that, we, that could still be filled in. Sure. Yeah. And so, again, we've been talking a lot about these characters from Battlefront 2 have been... They're up to something. Right. And I think this just kind of even more solidifies that idea that, like, something is being created for those characters. Yeah. And and maybe it's uh, something else that we're going to speak on. Um, and uh, if you want to go ahead and, and bring that up right now. Yeah, we'll now. just
1: go ahead and do the next rumor because it can, it could potentially, potentially, potentially tie potentially, in, yeah. even if it's real, not real, whatever. Right. Uh, so apparently EA has another Star Wars shooter game planned for this year. This year. Which blows my mind. I mean, I don't know what it would even be. What the, I mean, Battlefront 2 or Battlefront Three. Some people think, or the the whole sequel to Battlefront Two, whatever. I don't know. But the fact that it's you know potentially coming out this year, and we don't know anything about it yet that that is really weird, especially for a game. And then get away with that for like TV shows like Mandalorian and stuff like that. But yeah, usually games have a lot more hype than this. Uh, so. It is interesting, but yes, you're right. So, so what is it? And pot- potentially, it could be if it's another shooter game. It could be continuing the story of Battlefront Two's characters, such as Aiden Versio, um, and kind of showing them as rebels and stuff like that. But what's interesting is how how uh, uh, whatever you say his name was the the writer. Um, you know, he basically said that she's a. Soon to be mother, ex rebel, ex special forces, body, body, blah, 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 and it made it really sound like yeah, she's ready for more stories. But what, how, how much is she actually going to do because she's ex all this stuff and she's becoming about to be a mother? I mean, what what all could she do in that moment? You know what I'm saying? So it is interesting how he worded it like that, but then came right back right, right back around and said, "Oh, there's here's uh, there she's ready for more stories." <laughs> so I'm not sure what that means yet.
0: Yeah, uh, let's. I got some details here for what that might potentially be. Uh, they they just say EA is working on a small-scale Star Wars game that will release later this year. And this is coming from, um, uh, let's see, I'm trying to find the source. It's The source is Gaming Leaks and Rumors. <laughs> so there you go. Sounds um, very official. Yeah, very <laughs> official. Uh, but they said game has been in the works for a little over two years. Much smaller scale project than something like Fallen Order, um, akin to Squadrons. Uh, interesting. It's a shooter, but I'm not confident if it's a traditional first-person shooter or a third-person shooter. Just that it involves gunplay. Will release um, quarter four of 2021 for all major platforms, excluding the Nintendo Switch, and Ouch. it's being developed on Unreal Engine Four.
1: Well, I don't know what that w- I don't know what kind of shooter would be equivalent to Squadrons, which is a very kind of two-dimensional game, no offense to people who like it, but it is a two-dimensional game, right? It's it's just um dogfighting, right? Now, it's very intuitive for dogfighting, but it is it is pretty two-dimensional. Um, so what that would equate to for shooting, I'm not sure, maybe something free to play
0: almost. That would not be too surprising for me with all the this era of free to play stuff. Maybe or uh, maybe even a like a strategy type game you know um kind of like empire empire at war something like along those lines from back in the day yeah um i could see it being something like that whatever it is clearly it's a smaller title if it even exists it's a smaller title but i could see ea doing this they're saying hey let's make smaller games every year um you know we got squadrons um, this past year another smaller game they'll you know it'll probably sell for 40 bucks like, right, like uh squadrons right. did S- tell a little story there and and just have something star wars because right we assume we're not getting any other big star wars release as far as games um this year other than the lego game right but right. but as far as any other titles like like the next Jedi Fallen Order and stuff like that's probably um, either going to be next year or even farther out. Right. But, but we assume this year we're not getting any big game release. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so it'd be nice to have this a smaller title to, to fill in until we get that next big one.
1: Right. I agree. And, and something to think about as well is that we know that now it's no longer EA. It is now Lucasfilm Games. Yeah. So we already have confirmation that ubisoft is going to be doing something or was it maybe being bethesda i could be wrong that's not true i uh, don't not listen to me no um, it's not it was ubisoft for it's, sure uh, though
0: um there, i feel like there's other ones though i just i'm just playing. well we we know that aspire is yes is aspire. On something. yeah
1: so my point is is that now that that other developers and other game studios are getting their hands on stuff ea is kind of like okay well to keep ourselves relevant until something else can come out we really need to start pushing on a few smaller things to keep our, our name at the top of the board, so to speak. Sorry,
0: let me rephrase that. We don't know that Aspire is doing well. well it's right. rumored that Aspire yeah, doing Yeah, that was well. a rumor the only last official, week. The only official developers we know that are working on Star Wars games right now um, is, is EA's um, Respawn. Or wait, is that even official? I don't know. Now I'm doubting. I, the, I know for a fact,
1: the, like Ubisoft having one.
0: Ubisoft is is official. They are yeah. working on it on a game. Now whatever um, the EA, we know thing that is. EA has. They're doing more games. We know that, um, throughout different developers in their of, that they own. Right, and then it's rumored Aspire is doing something.
1: Right. So anyway, so my point with all that being said is it's just that, that yeah, it would make sense. Like this well, is and a rumor, Zynga, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if Zynga is owned by EA or not. Right. I don't think so. I don't. Oh, think well, so. well, Zynga is owned by
0: Facebook, isn't it?
1: Um, I don't. Or was
0: at one time or something.
1: I think they're definitely a subsidiary of them, but uh, uh I don't know. Anyway, but uh, regardless, um, yeah. Anyway. We're kind of getting off track here. (laughs) Let's let's roll it back in. Anyway, so I just say this is a rumor, but yes, it could very well be true just because EA probably wants to
0: stay relevant. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, moving on to our third rumor. Uh, This is uh, interesting for one for me, one that excites me quite a bit. Now, slight, very slight spoiler for (gasps) um, the High Republic issue two comic. Um, so if you just don't want a single thing spoiled for you, skip ahead a little bit, but again, like this is this something small as far as for that comic story goes. Um, but okay. So moving on to what that is, um, in that story, we have master skier, um, who is in that and he is, they're investigating a distress signal and anyways, and during all of that, he is surprised and he yells out Surix blade. Okay. Now interesting. that may or may not mean anything to you, um, depending on how much you like Knights of the Republic uh, too. And so to kind of get into that, what that potentially means, and this is just potentially because we really don't know for sure. But I feel pretty confident that this is what this is kind of leaning towards, mm-hmm. is that Syrak's blade is talking about Mitra Syrak, and Mitra Syrak is who you, the, is the Jedi exile, right in Knights of the Old Republic Two. So that's who you play as. That's your character that you play as. Her name was, um, or well, her her legend's name now. It used to be what they called the canon name and character of right. of the exile, but now I guess it would be legends, but her name was Mitra Cyrik and they it, that was the canon version of the story. Yeah. And so in that story, um she is she's with Revan and she actually becomes um she becomes one of Revan's generals in the Mandalorian Wars. Mm-hmm. And in that conflict Um, where Revan, so they, they, they disregard the, the order's, um, wishes and they go and, and fight this war. This is where Revan splits from the, from the order. But the interesting thing with Mitra is she goes back. Yeah. She goes back to the order. She also loses her force abilities throughout this war. And, and so she comes back to the Jedi and the Jedi exile her. Yeah. And in one last act of defiance, she goes, um, as she's leaving, she stabs her sword into the ground at the at, at the temple.
1: Interesting.
0: Okay. And so, therefore, that's kind of what I'm thinking is Syric's blade. Well, so I don't know if you have this or not, but there's been a development on this a little further. Oh,
1: really? Yes. So, <clears throat> random... Twitter user says, "Wait, Surik, as an Mitra Suriq, aka the Exile. I don't even care if it's an odd blah 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 code or 2, blah blah." Kevin Scott replies with a gift that says, "Maybe." Hmm. Interesting. Okay.
0: So yeah, I think it's definitely supposed to be. Yeah. Um, it, it just makes sense, especially with that. You know, maybe that's a legend they they talk about. You know, is right the time that Mitra Suriq, the Jedi Exile, you know, stabbed her blade and 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 to the. Into the ground and 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 walked away from the order. Yeah. Um, what's but what's so exciting about this is we don't have, there is no canon reference to the exile. If so, if this it this potentially is our first reference to that, so making the Jedi exile canon. Right now, Revan has been made canon, but the exile had not been. If this truly is that this is our first reference which means now both of those characters are canon which means we're just that much closer <laughs> right. to some kind of uh resurgence of of the knight's of the Old republic just,
1: it feels like it's building man it just feels like it's building uh, yeah more and more Uh especially with all the aspire rumors and things of that nature i i don't know it, it very well could be it very and,
0: well could be and something else to think about is like if 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 Syric's blade still means that what it was back then, that's also interesting because that means that story still exists. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that they did fight in the Mandalorian War and right. that then... Yeah. And that, you know, she goes back and Revan doesn't and all, just it's, all Yeah, it. it's, it's not even... It's not... Yeah, the
1: implication of that is pretty huge because, okay, yes, they can bring... We talked about this before. They can bring back KOTOR, sure, but then the, to- the story could be totally different or different characters or different interpretations. But yeah, them bringing up Cirix blade. Yeah. It would, it would insinuate if that is what it's truly referencing that all those st- stories that we know and love did truly occur. Um, and then that would tell me then that they would have to, they probably just would be doing a total remake of the game as in like, a, you know, not reimagining necessarily, but a, uh, you know, a remake, uh, yeah. with better graphics or whatever. So
0: yeah, that's actually really interesting. That's yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Indeed. And, um, I am hoping that we, the high Republic references, um, the old Republic some more. Right. I think that'd be really cool to get some, just to get, start to get some idea of what the old Republic was. Like if they're planning on, on continuing this route of maybe it's not really that different from what we already know about it, or if they are going to make some huge different changes, I just would like to start to get an idea of, of what that history is now. And, uh, and I think, you know, this is kind of the beginning of, of maybe getting a little more of that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, come on. I mean, through time and time and time again, through all these different references and all these different points of interest, we kept getting all these little nods and little hints at High Republic and little mentions and things. And finally, it became an entire publishing series. And now we're getting yeah. so many higher Re- or old republic stuff through shows, games, books. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, comics. I mean, it only makes sense that that they're going to do something with it. I don't know what. They're going to do something with it. So so very interesting
0: stuff. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on. But, yeah, we can talk about that all day because, you know, KOTOR and well, also like that. As most of you know by this point, as soon as anything new that's set in the older public <laughs> right. happens, I'm gonna freak out. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you can guarantee we'll go live. We will go live like immediately, and we're gonna talk all about yes. it when that day comes. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're speaking in faith. It we're will come. It, it, oh, it's gonna <laughs> come.
0: I I know. We're getting, oh, I know. no, I know we're getting the no. old Republic eventually. <laughs> In what format? Right. In what story? I don't know. It's too much but gold there. We're going there. to go back to that era. There's too much eventually. gold there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now, they might have to
1: exhaust
0: High Republic uh, to how much they want to do. But yeah, maybe. We may have to, eh, yeah. We'll it, see. We may know. have to see the High Republic played out before right. they eventually go back to the Old Republic. But we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll see. All right, we spent enough time on that, so let's move on to our third rumor for the week, and that is you heard with Perd, Amber Heard reportedly in talks <laughs> for <heard>. a star. <laughs> in talks for anyone knows what that is, yeah, yeah. yeah well, anyway, <laughs> um, in talks for Star Wars role. So this is a pretty um, out there rumor. Um, my opinion, I, I, I'm on a lot of different.
0: Um, Star Wars oh, forums and groups and stuff. It's just, it's just from we got this covered. I mean, I don't know what.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, the, in that case, that changes everything. You know, <laughs> so good. No, um, I, I see a lot of people posting this as kind of like bait, uh, you know, on those on those groups just to get a rise out of people or you know, you know, whatever. Um, And, uh, you know, a lot of times it gets shot down. No one ever ever really believes it. And, frankly, I don't know that I believe it as well, but it is something that's been floating around quite a bit, so we want to talk about it, uh, at least for just a second, at least bring it up to your attention. Um, Amber Heard has been uh, on a lot of different stuff. Um, But, of course, with her as well, there's a lot of controversy that's kind of uh, going around with her. A lot of people don't uh, agree with some of the things that she's done. so, you know i would be
0: surprised if that's true um here's the here's the deal daniel rickman is the one who who officially broke this news and he's usually pretty on it with his Hmm, which is uh with his rumors that he's i mean he he's predicted a lot of things in the past um so that's the only thing that makes me start to wonder if maybe this there is some right there is some uh something true to this
1: right which i mean there's so now,
0: many different things though you know what i'm saying there's so many different new projects i well, mean yeah i mean and that's the thing she could i mean maybe she is trying out for something but that doesn't even mean she's going to get the role you know sure like, yeah um but here's what i want you to do um look up avar chris yeah i see where you're going with that and yes. then look up a picture of amber heard yeah put those Put the put that side by side,
1: uh-huh.
0: and and especially like the cover of of Light of the Jedi, uh, with Avar Chris right there front and center, and then a picture of Amber Heard, and you're going to see that uh, there's
1: some similarities there. I mean, there's there's yeah, definitely some similarities. For I sure.
0: think uh, I think that she could easily be cast as Avar Chris, um, just going off of looks. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. I mean
1: that is definitely something that could happen. I mean, I mean, cause just looking at the, the pictures and stuff like that. Yes, they, they do have very, it's very strikingly, sim- strikingly similar, um, in terms of the looks again, I think it's just one of those things with, with, uh, Disney is that, do they want to run the risk of getting somebody that has controversial things going around them? Um, you know, no, I mean, who knows? Right. I, I we don't know that that's the case or not the case or just complete rumor at this point. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it is, it is pretty similar. It
0: is pretty similar. Yeah. And so, you know, we kind of assume we're going to start to see some more high Republic, um, shows or movies eventually, you know, you, you have to assume that that's, I mean, we know we're getting one. However, I don't think Avar Chris would still be alive by the time of, of that one. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know that doesn't mean that we may not get something else later in the future. Um, so exactly, and or she could she could be in something completely different, completely whole different character. I just sure. wanted to point out the fact that she does resemble. Oh Eva yeah, Chris. Yeah,
1: absolutely. She does does for sure resemble her. Yeah. So,
0: anyways, let's
1: uh let's move on.
0: Um, to our uh fourth rumor today. And this is uh, Mando and Ray will reportedly meet in future Star Wars project. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of out there. So again, this is we got this covered. So you know, <laughs> consider that before anything right, else. Right. Right. Uh, but they they say that they've heard from their sources, and it's the same ones that told them Luke Skywalker was going to be in the Mandalorian, and the same one that told them that Hayden Christensen would return in Kenobi that Pedro Pascal's Bounty Hunter and Daisy Ridley's Rey will end up crossing paths in a future movie or TV show. At least that's the plan right now. There's a pretty big time jump between The Mandalorian
1: and Force Awakens, though. So, I mean, that would be surprising. I mean, I don't know the exact time frame um, off the top of my head, but I want to say it was somewhere along the lines of, like, 20 years. Which is not impossible, I suppose, if that is the case. But, uh... It would be a pretty big jump, my opinion. Um, I'm trying to look it up here real quick. Because I see pictures all over the online, but it doesn't actually give you, like, dates and stuff like that. <laughs> so, so, it is difficult to, to put it. But, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm under the presumption, unless I'm completely just
0: wrong, that it's somewhere like 20 years. It'd be like 20, uh, 22 to 24 years, something yeah, like that. Somewhere thought, in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, but that's that's totally doable. He's just going to be, you know... Say he's in he's his gonna mid to late 30s right now. Well, that put him in his mid I think to late he's, 50s. I think he's supposed to be in his 30s, so, you know, in his 50s, that'd, that'd easily be doable. Yeah, it would. Um, it
1: would. I just don't... Me, personally, I'm not saying that I wouldn't want it or anything. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what the context would be. Right? Like, what what's the point? You know well, what I'm saying?
0: Well, I have a suggestion of what that might be. Um, okay, okay. I like to think... I've been kind of always saying this. I I like to think that that the Mandalorian will be the leader of the of of the Mandalorian. So he'll be Mandalor. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um so by that point, you know, Rey's on whatever new adventure and she either goes to Mandalore or she finds or she needs help from the Mandalorians or something to that nature and okay. therefore ends yeah. up meeting the leader who is who you know is revealed to be Din
1: that would be very interesting for sure now my opinion this couldn't really be a live action though now this could maybe be in books or comics or something like that but when we have fairly affirmative statements from now we've we've kind of uh questioned this in the past of course but daisy really saying that she's like she's done with star wars she well, doesn't really want to blah, the blah, now blah.
0: The, there's been newer reports lately saying that she's open to being back in star wars <laughs> you just never can take any uh, of that stuff of right? course she is um, what a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I'm I'm so split on this because part of me feels like of course they're gonna bring back Ray. They spent all kinds of time and money on the sequel trilogy <laughs> right, and right. she is um, arguably the best part of oh, besides maybe Ben. I mean, I think yeah. the two of them together make make up the best part of the sequel trilogy. Oh yeah, easily. And but ben, ben is gone. So if you if you do any stories past what we've seen in the sequel trilogy, of course it's going to be Ray because there's so much of Ray's stories that can still be told. Right. We yeah, we have only seen we've only seen the beginning of Ray's adventure, truly.
1: What? I could be, again, I'm, I could be wrong on this one as well, but I'm pretty sure that the time span between episodes 7, 8, and 9 is like only like 2 or 3 years it's like very
0: short oh, it's, my ve- time. it's very very short um it's um it's only one year
1: <laughs> oh my gosh i didn't realize it's yeah, one year it's yeah. only
0: one year there you go and, yeah absolutely. and so you know all of that happened in, e- in basically just like a year right And so there's there's so much more i think you can tell there but sure. th- the other side of it is that the sequel trilogy a lot of people don't like what happened in the sequel trilogy a lot of people um are disappointed in the in the in that trilogy, and so does Disney right. want to continue those characters? Well, that is the big question.
1: There was a statement made by someone, and we talked about this a while a while back. How Disney is not going to get rid of it, they're not going to cancel it, or go back on the sequel trilogy, but they're kind of like ignoring it.
0: Remember when we said that, right? And well, and if you look at their their lineup, it does kind of feel like maybe they're kind of ignoring it right now. Yeah, um, they're yeah. focusing on this new. Are on this Mandalorian era, uh, that period of time, they're, they're putting all of their, their shows and stuff in this, in this time. Right. And you know, we, we have a little bit, a little dab of prequel stuff. Right. And, but nothing right now that we know of is set in the sequel trilogy, except potentially the, um, the new movie rogue squadron. Sure. Yeah. Might be, but even then we're not real sure where that's set. It's very up in the air on if that is a where that movie is in the timeline. Right. But there is potential that that is actually after Rise of Skywalker. And if so, if, if if that movie ends up being after Rise of Skywalker, I'll start to think okay, there is a good chance we may get Rey again. Yeah, it's but definitely going to depend on when until that timeline is. I'm I'm hesitant just to base off to see what Lucasfilm decides seems to be the right call there because I think they're a little hesitant to to do too much sequel era stuff. Right. But I think there is a lot of potential for Ray, And I say, you know, why not see an older, um, see an older Din Djarin as the leader of the Mandalorians sure. or, yeah. or something similar to something that. Something along those lines, um, yeah. You know, why not see that? Why not see a grown-up uh, Grogu? <laughs> right. I think I mean, everybody think would it. like to see think that. Think about it. If we're eventually going to see a grown-up Grogu, it's probably going to have to be... To some degree, connected to Ray. I mean, it's yeah. going to probably be after the sequel trilogy if we see him. And, oh yeah, and we we don't even know then if that's enough to for him to have grown up much. We really, at this don't point, know. that would make him like say. Well, I'm just speculating. Right, 75,
1: right, 75 years old. Like, w- at 50, he was still a, yeah. We a don't little know baby. when it, so it changes. 75 years. I assume enough, it yeah. it
0: goes like once they start to grow, like they grow. Two. <laughs> 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 okay, anyway. I assume, like all of a sudden, like he's just gonna shoot up, right? Yeah, uh, most likely. I, I, but, but again, that's that's all right. speculation. Dude, I would love, I would love to
1: figure out like the Yoda species. Basically, like it starts out like this tiny baby forever, and then all of a sudden, within like a two or three year span, like grows to like, this like massive, like Jack six foot, like huge thing. <laughs> and then it shrivels then back down. shrivels <laughs> back down over hundred, like hundred or two hundred
0: years to like this little. Well, I I still have this. I still think this would be hilarious. I don't think they're actually going to do it, but I think it would it would make for a great moment. It's like in one of these seasons of the Mandalorian, you know, he's doing something and he turns around and all of a sudden it's like just an old Yoda. And like, they go straight from, you know, like baby to just old. Mm. And so all of a sudden there, you know, in just that split second, he all of a sudden shot up and now he's this like older. Whoa,
1: <laughs> like, who are you?
0: Like, it would be pretty funny. No, be you not, do you? And that's the other thing. That's the other thing I want to know. Do they all talk like Yoda or not? Is yeah, that's that, a, it's a big is thing Is that too. a is that a Yoda we never only heard thing or, or we'll is talk. that the species? Exactly. I, I don't, really want to know a species trait. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Which is interesting because you know with with speech linguistics typically well, it's aliens. So I guess we can't really compare that to anything, can we? Uh,
0: There's nothing to compare it to other yeah, than just so. waiting and seeing. Oh,
1: speech usually isn't some kind of inheritable trait. Like, well, yes, for humans. Anyway, so. Uh, Yeah, that would be pretty interesting. So I'm excited to see where they go with that for sure. Yeah. Okay, so uh, our final rumor for this week is that there is possible Nintendo Switch leak reveals a possible return of the Star Wars Commando game. So that could be pretty big. Um, I mean, and and this is a pretty, my opinion, pretty plausible rumor. I don't know what you think about this, but I'm like, we're getting so many ports to switch from all these older games, and uh, Star Wars Commando is a very highly loved game along with the uh, Jedi series, the older Jedi series, um, uh, you know, Jedi Academy, blah, 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 right? Um, So Commando is a very beloved game, and uh, it's around the same times, maybe a little bit, uh, you know, younger, but my point is is that i i I don't think that it's too much of a stretch
0: to think that you know that uh Star Wars Commando could come to switch oh yeah i, I think this is very plausible, especially since aspire's been doing exactly that <laughs> with all of the right. the older Star Wars games they've been porting them to switch now for a while and um and actually it, that's the, the rumor here is that aspire is doing it, yeah, and we know aspire's actually doing quite a bit of different projects right now, including potentially in nice little Republic. Right. Um, so I think all of this could easily be happening. It's just a matter yeah. of waiting to see for them to reveal it, but let's go ahead and move on past that. We, uh, we still have not even reached our main <laughs> Q topic. We're like an hour in uh, or Q, our Q and a more. or our releases. <laughs> so well, we're going to have to jump forward well, here. We're um, making up for last week, you know what I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's just jump into our releases very quickly. Um, there are no comics coming out this week. Wow. There are no books coming out this week. There is nothing coming out this week. (laughs) Wow. So a lot of stuff. So great. (laughs) So enjoy your, um, Star Wars free week. And uh, there'll be releases again next week, though, so...
1: Oh, there you go. So there you have it. Okay, so let's chug right along into our Q&A, where we try to do three topics a week, but we only have two. Which we did have three, but we're using one of your questions as our main topic. So our very first question this week comes from Greg Stewart, who says, What are some planets that you all would like to see highlighted as a setting in a movie or TV show? Anything from comics, books, current movies, etc.? So we see most of the main planets um outlined in you know the movies comics books things that we've already seen right um but he's saying
0: basically w- what would you like to see in a movie or TV show so so uh, just like what would you want to see more of like well, is this something that cannot have been already been in a He's
1: just like saying what, we? what What are some planets that you would like to see highlighted as a setting in a movie, you've show, anything from comics, books, current movies, etc.
0: Okay, so just basically
1: more what we would. What we would see you, What kind of planet would you like to see okay. in, in a live action setting? Okay. I'd imagine. Um, for me, I I, I know I kind of harp on this a lot, but Dantooine is a huge one for me. Um, I love Dantooine. Um, I mean, it just holds a special place from Kotor, you know. One of the first times you finally feel like you get you're, you're becoming a Jedi, you're getting away from this oppression of uh, Coruscant, blah de blah, blah, blah. You know, and um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know the huge rolling fields and the Jedi Temple. And I, I would just love to see that. Now, of course, it'd be you couldn't really see that unless you had like some kind of old Republic TV show or movie. But a man can dream.
0: <laughs> what about you? Well. That was my answer as well. So. just <laughs> you, you know, people have to get so tired of. Uh, we're so, so much alike so, that we just keep have we're the so same bored interest. of our podcast because we always give the same answers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Dantooine um, holds a special place in my heart as well, and yeah, I think it would be it would be really awesome mm-hmm. to to see more of that I, I, potentially in in that same uh, Old Republic era with the Temple and stuff. I'd love to see that. Um, but I'm going to throw a a couple more out real quick for you. Um, I would like to see more of Mustafar with Vader's castle. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I I, I just want to see more of Vader's castle and more of like what goes on there. And so, um, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to, um, see more of Coruscant actually. Yeah. In live action. Um, it'd be cool because we got, you know, we got a lot of it in the prequels. We got a small glimpse of it in rogue one. Very, very small glimpse. Right. Um but I would love to see um something actually set there again and just like just see like what they can do with it now, you know, right. like with the with with CGI the I way agree. they can do things these days. Yeah. I think it could look even cooler and yeah. I just like to go back there sometime.
1: I don't think we've seen near enough of Tatooine, so I think we should definitely go back to that <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't think we've ever <laughs> gone need to go back or I don't think we uh, have seen enough of Jakku. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everybody uh, want to go back? to Everyone Junkum? wants to go back to jq Anyway, um, uh,
0: throw just throwing out one other thing. I think it'd be cool to do some see more at like Kashyyyk, like with the Wookiees. I was and gonna stuff. say that. So, I was
1: actually gonna say that. Like not even joking. I think, that'd be I fun think fun as well. We saw a lot of really cool stuff in um, in. Uh, i can't think it's called jedi fallen order yeah yeah and we saw a lot of really cool stuff we could explore it and stuff but i would love to see yeah. just like some live action stuff uh you know that's that was such a cool planet it has yeah, that kind of and
0: uh, one more i i didn't realize oh i would gosh. have these had so wow. many but uh <laughs> actually um corban from yeah from um, yeah. Also from that's all Republic, but you know, <laughs> yeah. that was where the Sith were and, and, and lots of like Sith are buried there and yeah. and stuff like that, which I know, um, it has another name. There's two names for it. Um, Tatooine. Moraband, Moraband and Korriban. Yeah. Um, I've, so <laughs> <Tatooine>. <laughs> yeah. you said it so seriously too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but Moraband. Yeah. 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 And so anyways, I think, uh, we we got some of that in what fallen order? Didn't he? Uh, doesn't he go there? Doesn't he go there? That I do think that uh, the final episode of
1: season six of Clone, or is that Wars, what I'm thinking of? Uh, Yoda goes
0: there to see Bane. I don't I know. Say. I know. I know. We have gotten some more of yeah. that in current canon, um, but I, I would like to see that in live action at some point. Yeah.
1: Either way, I would. Yeah, I would love to see that. I mean, it's so many good. Ones. I mean, listen, show me anything other than maybe Tatooine, and I think I'd be happy. <laughs> I mean, show me Tatooine. I don't care. I'd be happy to. But anyway, so yeah uh dantween is definitely my biggest one sheik's another great one um but yeah there's some really good ones i love to you know like you said a bunch of good ones so yeah you yeah. uh so great question we're gonna move on to our final question because we only had two technically this week and this is actually one of the ones that we um had been saving from previous months because it's actually a bigger question which is it's ironic because we saved it because well, we didn't have much time last week and we're seeing an hour and 2 minutes without even getting to our... anyway my wife's uh, going to be upset yeah well, she
0: the other day I, I I heard her um I heard her in the other room and I heard us talking and I was like oh she's listening to our podcast bro. and um and I heard it, this was, is so it was it uh, was <laughs> well so <laughs> it was it was us arguing uh, about um Boba Fett versus <laughs> versus Din Djarin and I was like wait a second I was like yeah. I was like you're behind you're not you're not even Up to date. But I can't listen to all these six hour long episodes. (laughs) That's basically what she said. She goes, I can't keep up with it when they're so long. That's rude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's rude. Can you hear me? And I was was like, well, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Hang on. Well, at least we know that Alex Mason wants more. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Maybe um, maybe only Alex Mason. Yeah, only him. But hey, you know, maybe JB. Which is funny because this is a conjoined question from both Alex and JB.
0: Okay, well.
1: So because Alex uh, asked a question and then JB asked a question and they were very, very similar. So I don't know if you guys fed off of one of each other or they conspired i don't know
0: or one of them just stole
1: <laughs> or one of them completely just ripped one, one another off. Alex Mason stole the
0: question. wow uh, alex me me and uh, alex are just going to continue i don't know what kind the, of feud you guys like, have with one another well, it's all because it's all because of his movie rankings you know i just oh, don't well. agree <laughs> yeah 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 well uh, alex just
1: know that don't leave because of him <laughs> i still love you um <laughs> anyway, so this is actually a really interesting question. Alex asked, do you think Darth Revan or Palpatine would win in a fight? But then JB says, do you think Darth Bane or Palpatine would win in a fight? Um, so I'll let me give me my short answer and I'll let Drew talk and then we can come back maybe a little more digestive answer. But my my, my short answer is this. What made Palpatine powerful, other than just how strong he was in the force? And I mean I'm not gonna deny that. And he was a good duelist, but, but the thing is with Palpatine is that one of the things that, that truly was his strength, uh was how conniving he was. Um, you know, he planned things, right? He uh he he was always in the background, he was always in the shadows, and he didn't care to take three, you know, anywhere shy of three decades to plan to take over the entire galaxy. So that's what really was his big benefit. Um, Now, again, I have no doubt that he is, you know, very, very, very powerful in the Force. We know that he is, um, and I have no doubt that he's a good duelist. But, you know, we don't see him uh, in too many fights. Um, But every fight that you do see him, he's already planned for it, if you think about it. Um, And that is, of course, his, his fight with Yoda, um, in episode three, of course, we, we he already expected Yoda to come to him. Um, secondarily, after Anakin had ousted him as the Sith Lord, um, he expected people to come. So he already had planned. Now, again, not to diminish though the fact that he absolutely wiped out three Jedi Masters. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in in that fight. So my my whole point in saying is that. S- how do i say this exactly he's very powerful but most of his power is 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 more clandestine you know it's more uh, in the shadows it's more things like that he doesn't have outright just battle experience sheer on the battlefield experience unlike revan and bane who both who are very smart tacticians who have plenty of battle experience not just with one or two people but huge swaths of sith and Jedi uh, coming against one another, and they're both highly intelligent. You know, let's say, who knows, maybe they're not as strong in the Force, or maybe they're not as intelligent as Palpatine, which, of course, I I don't know about the Force part, but uh, my point is this. When you would go with a one-on-one fight... I do think it's kind of like a Batman versus Superman scenario. Maybe not that extreme. You know, if if Palpatine had some time to prepare, he already had thought it out. Whatever he might have some, you know, uh, strength there. Overall, I would say for both my answers, I would say that both Revan and Bane would probably beat Palpatine in a a one-on-one fight to the death. Um, You know, that's just my opinion because they're clearly going to be better sword. Uh, sword sword players, however you want to say it, you know, uh, Saber combatants. I, I, I definitely think that. I do think that they're going to have better on, you know, on the field, on the battlefield, um, you know, in the quick moment tactician. You know what I'm saying? Fighting skills. Um, so I do think that they would probably beat Palpatine. I don't think it would be easy either way, but that is my answer. Drew, um, what do you think with Bane versus Palpatine and Revan versus Palpatine?
0: Um, I think Revan versus Palpatine, I think Revan and my reasoning would be because in the end, um, Revan is always, um, a light side user and, and right. the light always defeats the dark. Right. And so that would, that, that's honestly just what it comes down to oh, for that's me. A cheap with answer. The, I mean, it's just the truth. <laughs> I, I think, uh, that, that is the reason why Revan would win. Um. But with Palpatine versus Bane. Bane, that's where it gets a little trickier for me. Um, I I think back on like the way that Bane dies, and he he basically like got taken over by this uh this stuff he had on him i can't remember what it was called um but it it weakened him uh to the point to where um his his apprentice could take him out pretty easily and um i think i think that palpatine again like you were saying always has a plan and right i i I think there's there would be a a scenario where Palpatine could could trick Bane into um maybe just for Bane's lust of power right um, kind of trick him into something that would would be able to defeat him. But yeah, I think if you can get if you can get Bane in close quarters to Palpatine um yeah, I think I think Bane could could pretty easily Destroy Palpatine, right? Just just off sheer force. I'm saying it kind of just
1: calls back to my point. Like, what what is the situation? What's the scenario? Has Palpatine already known about this? Has he been able to prepare? Is he being caught off guard? Is it a like, hey, I'm meeting you as equals. Uh, I'm not going to try to surprise you. Let's just fight together. You know what what what's the situation? And I think that's going to really determine the answer for that. Yeah, I I think I agree with you on Revan. Either way, uh, even if. Palpatine was prepared. I would imagine most likely he would probably win. But with Bane, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that, uh, s- especially since he is kind of more available for manipulation. Um, and Palpatine is one of the best manipulators in the galaxy, probably. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think that the scenario would probably really dictate um, the situation between Bane and Palpatine. But
0: like we, sure. know, we know at the end of Bane's life, basically Bane releases his essence and tries to go into his, uh, his apprentice mm-hmm. and tries to take over her body. And she actually wins, um, just through that battle of wills. And is it Ray? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she wins, but, but there's the, it, it is said that there was a little bit of Bane inside of her. Yeah. Um, gotcha. And, and so with that, with that, I mean, I think, if I think, uh, I don't know. I, I could see, I could see a scenario where either one could win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like said, I think with Revan, he probably would win all the way around, but with Bane, I would say most likely, you know, uh, like you said, there's scenarios where either one could win. Yeah, so, yeah I agree. I mean, uh, I'm not really too passionate about it. You know, um, I think they're all very powerful in their own right. I would, like I said, uh, you know, I, th- I would say that definitively the Revan would probably win yeah. against any of them. But uh, that's just kind of how OP that they wrote the character, though, too. <laughs> so, right, um, right. But anyway, so that's a great question. That's a that's a really awesome one. Um, yeah. you know, Revan, Bane, Palpatine. Again, a lot of, lot of really cool stories. And, of course, you know, Palpatine being the only one that's canon as of currently. Who knows in the future what might be held. Maybe we'll see... Uh, maybe we'll see some of them come back to light and maybe their powers will change stay the same yeah that's what's Who crazy knows, is like you know? so
0: much of this what we know about these characters mm-hmm. could change and even yeah. with bane we st- i mean we don't know a ton about right what what bane did anymore now right. at this point so
1: yeah for sure yeah. um so Without any further ado, that was a great question. We're going to conclude our Q&A for this week. So thank each and every one of you for asking us questions. And, and, and Alex and JB, I apologize for taking so long to get to this question. But it seems like every week that it was just like we had so many <clears throat> things going on. We, we was getting so long and stuff like that. So we just kept pushing back because it's such a long question. But it's a good one. We like talking about it. So we thank you for it. Without any further ado, though, we're going to get into our main topic. And that is, actually comes from a third question that we had from Brandon Dukes, who basically just said... Let's do a deep dive into Snoke and his past impossible theories.
0: Yeah, and so uh, we both saw this and we we're like, oh, let's yeah. just make that our main topic. Just, yeah, you seriously. Know, there's not a whole lot of other things to talk about right now as right. far as main topics go. Yeah. And uh, and I was looking back through and I was like, you know what? We actually have not like used Snoke as our main topic yet. And there's sure. you know, yeah. and Snoke is uh, still to this day. Um, somewhat of a mystery in some ways. And so there's a lot to speculate there, a lot to to discuss. So I don't know what you're thinking, but my uh, thoughts are maybe we should start this out with kind of just talking about what we do know about Snoke. Yeah, I agree. First and and foremost, it's just kind of like, what do we know about Snoke so far? Yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: Yeah, so I mean, just, just off the top of my head, let's just start off with saying it like this. So first of all, obviously... The first time that we hear about Snoke is in, of course, um, Star Wars Episode VII, uh Force Awakens. And he is this kind of uh, overbearing, om- omniscient, omnipresent villain that is more powerful than anybody we've ever seen. And, of course, we don't know a whole lot about him after Force Awakens because that was the point. They wanted to just introduce this super big, scary new character. Um, and then as Force Awakens, or excuse me, uh, as Less Jedi comes around... We get fully fleshed out character. We we see him. We know who he is in terms of like you know. Okay, his name is Snoke. He is the leader of the First Order, the supreme leader, Um, and then of course um, he's the uh, master over uh, uh, of of Ben Ben Solo uh, or uh, Kylo Ren as he is then taken the moniker of. But uh, basically, at this point, up, up, up to at least at Last Jedi, at this point, we think, okay, this is the new... Like, where did he come from? We have no clue who he is. But, hey, he's, like, doing things in the Force that we've never seen before and all this stuff. Um, very tall, very humanoid-like figure, with kind of disfigured and things of that nature. A um, lot of crazy speculations. But, again, very powerful in the Force. He's the supreme leader. But then, as we see in Last Jedi... Um, because the director wanted to take it in kind of a different direction and do some different things, they kill him off. And so that's very interesting. Um, I'm I'm not sure what exactly they planned to do with that character if that same director would have had the last movie. But that, of course, goes to play the plot details that Snoke was not actually the one in control. Um, Up again, up to this point, we thought, okay, he's he's the bad man, man. He's he's the big villain. He's the one. But come to find out, of course, it was actually Palpatine who still again was in the background planning, scheming, and using Snoke as a tool, using Snoke as, as somebody. So before I get into the events necessarily of Rise of Skywalker and what we know about that, let's then look back and say, okay... This has been a question for a while. Um, What uh, did did Snoke... Was he following every command of Palpatine? Was he being controlled in the sense of like a puppet? No to both of those. Snoke was actually independent. He had free thought and free will. With that being said, though, uh, Palpatine was always the puppeteer, though. He wasn't physically pulling the strings, but he was like influencing his thoughts, right? He was putting him into situations and, and influencing the circumstances to where basically, although, excuse me, although Snoke probably had no clue who Palpatine was, he was always kind of like getting him to do the things that he wanted him to do, manipulating him into being this kind of proxy, uh, Sith Lord, dark side user that's controlling everything. So as we found out then in, um, episode nine, rise of Skywalker, The first shot that we get, one of the first shots that we get, is a bunch of test tubes in Exegol, and it has none other than Snoke after he's been killed, right? And it's not just one Snoke, it's two, three, four, a bunch of different Snokes, and he's basically cloned. He's this manufactured being. Um, And we can get more into what that is exactly, but I'm just speaking strictly of the facts of what we know and what we see. Um, So he's this manufactured being that uh, that was created by the Final Order, but more specifically, Palpatine. So up to that point, that's kind of what we know specifically up at the front at who Snoke is. He influenced Ben to come to the dark side, become Kylo, but he himself was being manipulated and influenced by Palpatine, whether that was conscious or subconscious, and eventually was killed, but he was manufactured. So, Drew... Anything further to add to the things that we strictly know for fact?
0: Uh, so we know that what they, what the official, like what they call him is a artificial humanoid genetic strand cast. Okay. (laughs) And, (laughs) and, um, what a strand cast is, is an artificial life form constructed through various scientific methods, such as bioengineering, cloning, and genetic experimentation, the genetic structure of a strand cast could be significantly altered through genetic engineering, resulting in a non-identical clone of the original source. So that's kind of what they did with me a
1: little bit when I was younger. Yeah. So trying <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> so, so, to take my third arm off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so th- a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can take what was said right there. Right. Um, And a lot of different people have that people have so many different opinions on, on where that source, what that original source is. Right. Right. Um, But, but that is what we know for a fact is that he is, he is, he is some type of clone. Right. He has been cloned from something. Right. We, of course the movie wants you to assume that he's, just a weird clone of palpatine. Right. But I don't know about you, but I'm not so sure that that is what he's based off of. Yes and no. I, I think there see might be that. I think there I think some of palpatine has definitely been used, but I don't know it's all palpatine. <laughs> I agree. Well, here's the thing:
1: as you just read, a strand cast is a clone that basically shares dissimilar uh, aspects, where they can be from the same one, like a singular person, but not look exactly the same or act in the same way, and things of that nature. Is a strand cast rather than a strict like, oh, this is a one for one clone. Um, so here's the thing. Okay, let's just dive right into it. So, as we see in Mandalorian season two, the doctor, right, that uh, that uh, was over. Baby Yoda and stuff like that. He had a Caminoan patch on his jacket, and and they even call him like in the in the credits or something like that, like a Caminoan uh, clone engineer or scientist or something along those lines. So he clearly is delving into cloning and trying to perfect cloning. But as we know, we know this from not from the movies and the books, right? Later on in the sequel trilogy Palpatine is only alive because he has a cloned body that he's put his spirit into and that how Ray even came to exist was that he had a clone that he tried to raise up in his place that, uh, that he would probably eventually transfer his spirit to or whatever, but buck the system didn't want to be a part of it and started a family and had Ray. Well, okay. Uh, you know, you see a picture of him and it does not look like a young, um, uh, I can't remember his name who plays, Palpatine. But anyway, it doesn't look like a young version of him. Looks like some random guy. So most likely they're experimenting with the strand cast that don't look exactly like the original donor stuff like that, and they're and they're using Baby Yoda's blood to transfer force ability to those strand cast clones. So I mean, you're right. I don't know that it's necessarily fully 100 Palpatine, but I do in my opinion feel as if that's kind of what it was originally that they had all these test tubes and they're trying to get the strand cast clones for uh, for Palpatine to embody but they end up not working so they he just used what he had to make snoke and had this proxy puppet leader so
0: yeah <laughs> a lot of stuff there but yeah. yeah so you think so you think they were they were trying to create Palpatine or trying to uh, create a body for Palpatine to, to, to exist in. Yes. And, and when they finally achieved that, then Palpatine decided to go ahead and use some of that to then create Snoke. Pretty much. That's the way I look at it. Okay. Well, I don't disagree with that, but I also could see a scenario where they accidentally create Snoke, um, while trying to, to create a body Palpatine, so Snoke was actually created first.
1: Yes, and I do think that makes sense because later on we see that his son, which is not a son, but it's like a perfect human being, right? Mm-hmm. That had a kid and all this yeah. stuff like that. So Snoke very well could well, have been the st-
0: first iteration. And we still don't understand exactly how Palpatine... what Pal- How Palpatine like lived throughout all this time because, he, of course, he had to keep... So I don't know if he kept like getting... These really bad bodies that only lasted like a very short amount of time I think and that's you just what kept like jumping yes. from body to body. Yeah. Or I mean, we just don't really know exactly how that worked.
1: Well and and here's the thing, Exegol is like a Sith planet, or like at least that holds the dark side and blah, 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 right? Right. And uh and we know from the book, I believe it was, or something along those lines. I believe it was the book, the novelization of episode nine or whatever. I don't know. I could be wrong. Wherever it's at, but we know I think it's, it's a book. But basically, at the moment of right before death in Episode Six, he transfers his essence yeah. to Exegol. So I mean, who knows? Maybe he's already had been planning this because we know from the comics of the Darth Vader comics, he already was on Exegol prior to the events of Episode Six. We already know he was on Exegol. So my point is, is that we don't know what he was doing, but maybe he somehow manufactured through Sith alchemy and things of that nature, like some kind of vessel for his spirit to dwell in. Yeah. Uh, without having to go into bodies I don't know yeah. who knows well and
0: uh, with with all that um, the the latest issue of Darth Vader which came out on Wednesday mm-hmm. um, Darth Vader is literally on his way to Exegol right now so uh, yeah yeah. so yeah. the mm-hmm. next issue most likely will deal with Vader being on Exegol so that's right. just to let you guys know and that's also you're he in.
1: takes on like a whole fleet by himself in a TIE fighter so that's kind of <laughs> awesome but anyway
0: yeah yeah, that
1: was cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's kind of not about Snoke. So sorry, uh, it kind of is, but it's not. Uh,
0: um, just uh, letting people know if they want to potentially learn more, and and that's the thing. It might it might answer some questions, right? Uh, because we don't know what Palpatine's already planning there, and what he may already have set in in the action there. Right. We'll, so we'll see. But
1: yeah. So saying what I said and saying what you said, I'm fairly confident that's the answer. That they were trying to manufacture these force sensitive. Uh, I can't remember what you, you called it earlier, but uh, those non-clone clones, right? Strandcast. Strandcast, yes. Um, they're trying to create these force-sensitive strandcasts that then Palpatine can take over with his essence or with his spirit. And that, yes, that uh, basically Snoke was the f- kind of first iterations
0: of that. That's why he looks so... Uh, messed up. Demorphized, well, yes, and, and messed it, up. It would and, make sense based off what we've seen in The Mandalorian, that quick view we get does kind of have some resemblance to Snoke yeah it does um, it does and it's very like basically not fully formed right. just you like kind of see maybe a big line in the head you know yeah, like a big yeah or kind of like with Snoke but again who knows for sure I think that the, sure seems to be what they're
1: doing. I agree and I think the first the first lineup of these uh, strand cast clones were mostly just trying to see if they can get force ability through the blood they didn't really care about the aesthetics of how the body actually looked and and if it was a fully formed body they just wanted to see if they could use the midichlorian count of the blood of baby yoda or any force sensitive being right um to uh to to insert that and inject that into these new uh, strand casts to get force ability uh, they didn't. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think they cared necessarily what it looked like, and th- so Snoke would become the first iteration. So he looked kind of d- goofy and messed up and super tall and lanky and stuff, but yet super powerful in the Force because he's like one of the first ones yeah. that
0: that got a lot of the blood. Maybe who knows, right? Well, I always loved the idea. I I always loved the idea of Snoke having something to do with with Plagueis. I always loved that. <laughs> yeah, that um, was our original theory. Yeah, I remember um, that. I, they've pretty much gone completely away from that at this point. Yeah, but. There is a small little uh chance that that they did incorporate some of Plagueis yeah. that maybe Sidious had around and that they used some of his DNA to yeah to to create what they have there. But yeah. I think that's very unlikely at this point. Mm-hmm. It was more likely a long time ago when we first speculated on this stuff, but it does seem now that it's most likely was Palpatine and uh it seems like some of baby Yoda's blood in there too. Yeah. Which then, um, as we see Snoke is incredibly powerful. Yeah, exactly. So and he could
1: have had, he could have had some of baby Yoda's and Palpatine's blood in him. Yeah. And, uh, what's interesting thing, once they realized, uh, that, well, that doesn't actually make sense, but let me come back to that. Um, once they realized that they could extract force sensitivity from the blood, then they would try to use that. But I'm, then I'm going to back and say it doesn't make sense because at that point, right. Palpatine didn't have a body. He was disembodied. He was spirit. It came from uh, the blew up Death Star to Exegol. So they didn't have his body at that point. But I don't know how they work around that.
0: But. Well, that's the thing. We don't know what he if he had bodies there to go in and and well, wear. it could have
1: already been manufacturing. I guess yeah. Or
0: maybe so like some of these Sith did. Maybe he uh, went inside of some kind of item. You know, like like yeah, they, you know, there's yeah. different things that they like helmet <laughs> and, like you know, there was masks and stuff that yeah. they would, they would attach to. And yeah. and so I mean like maybe, he, there, maybe, had, maybe there was something no, like yeah. that, that, that Palpatine was in. but
1: Well, if you remember uh, when we read those uh, Sith dark side, horror story, short story, things that you did on Exegol, yeah. there was this weird little being that ran mm-hmm. around. And, uh, and then like basically he, he tricked somebody into becoming that being yeah. for himself. And he went off and became like normal or died or whatever. And that, that person that got trapped, became that crazy little being. So I mean, there's clearly something there. Whether he became a part of that being, or there's other beings, or whatever,
0: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, still, um, still, just so much mystery to, yeah. to, um, to Exegol and, and just oh, the yeah. whole situation. We we don't have all the answers, and honestly, I don't know that we'll ever get all the answers. I don't know. Probably not. Um, I could see them leaving some of this, some of this stuff up to mystery. Um. I think uh I think with Snoke I I still hope one day they let James Lucino write a novel, just call it Snoke and yeah. just, and just give us the 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 full story from beginning to end for Snoke but what would be interesting
1: I agree 100% agree but what would be interesting is have that first person introspection sometimes when he's like thinking and Mm -hmm. he's always has like it's like he feels like there's like some kind of nagging thought in the back of his head It's like Palpatine that'd be cool
0: and that's the other thing you know we it's it's our understanding that Snoke has uh free will and that he he doesn't understand what like what he is. Right. The idea is that he, he doesn't understand that, that Palpatine has created him and, right. and for his own agenda. It that's the way, at least we understand it right now is that he, he thought he was doing his own thing. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, um, but there is still that possibility that maybe he was still answering to, Maybe he didn't know it was Palpatine, but that maybe he was answering to something. Sure, you know, well, because you have the, to assume there was some some kind of guidance there, right? For yeah, to make him make sure he was doing what he wanted him to do. Well, uh, I don't know. Remember,
1: there, he talk, if I'm not mistaken, Snoke talks about something called to him. Or maybe Palpatine said that actually. No,
0: Palpatine said yeah. there was something calling to him from the unknown regions. It was probably Exegol, but, but it's probably Exegol at this point. I thought,
1: yeah. Okay, I a second, I thought oh, it makes sense if Snoke said that, but that's it's not not he said it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would imagine so. And, and and like I said, here's the thing: the Force, he could just use the Force to influence him, kind of like a mind trick type thing. I don't know. I mean, and here's the thing: what if he does have his blood right? Then maybe he has more sway over him mentally or over in the Force because the only reason he has Force ability is because. It's through his blood, partially. I don't know. Who knows? Um, so, basically, Brandon, you know, there's a lot that we don't know still. And I guess that's what Andrew was basically just trying to say. There's so much that we don't know. Um, I hope that has illuminated you to some degree um, on, on who Snoke is, um, at least a little bit more, that he's, he has really
0: <laughs> no clue who he even is himself, Um and yeah, that- and something else I want to add in there is you know we snoke thinks he lived through the beginning and fall of the empire yeah which we know if, if it's true he was, he was cloned or whatever, that's not the that's case. That's not true, yeah. And so that's another clearly, interesting thing there.
1: Clearly false information. Either he's making it up or he is false information planted within him. Because here's something interesting that I was going to bring out earlier, but it didn't fit, but it fits now, is that when you read the comic uh, making Kylo Ren or whatever, right? Um, the Kylo Ren comic is that he talks to... Snoke, in this weird garden thing, he's wearing these, like, palm leaves over his junk, and know, has a hat or whatever, <laughs> and, um, but basically, Snoke says, or basically, he looks at, he looks at, Ben looks at Snoke, and like, whoa, you know, you look ugly, what's wrong with you, and, uh, Snoke's like, uh, Luke did this to me, and, which is funny, because that's not, like, we have no, there's nothing that, that shows that, that Luke ever knew who Snoke was, or attacked him, or, or anything of that nature. So clearly, I mean, could it just be, yes, that Snoke is um, lying to get Ben to sway away from Luke? Absolutely. That, that's probably what it is. But could it also be, though, that Palpatine is inputting some of these thoughts or some of these fake memories into his mind uh, so that he, he, he lives a certain way or, or, or tries to guide him
0: away from Luke or whatever, right? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we know, just like you said, you know Kylo comes to him they've already been they've already had a relationship at this point um and he he comes to him to like because of what had just happened but um that th- that's very interesting that he when he sees him he's like whoa what happened to you and right and and so that that's where things get a little iffy on the whole cloning thing because we see the clones and they look exactly like that like yeah. that what well, could it be that he hasn't
1: Seen him up to this point, whereas a hologram that he manipulated, or it was one of those things where he again just used the force to manipulate him to seeing what he wanted to see. Well, see, and that's the
0: thing, Like but Again, there's so many, there's we don't know, we don't know. And,
1: and here's another thing that I don't know, we might know this, but okay, Palpatine um, turns from the handsome, good looking man that uh, Ian McDiarmid is to this horrible, wretched figure after he releases all the lightning onto the, that. Could it be that they can change their looks through the force? Or cause I mean I've heard theories that like, oh, it happened because like he had never truly surrendered himself to the dark side to that point, which I don't believe that for a second. Um, but uh I think that maybe the Sith can like manipulate their looks to some degree. Um, like like Palpatine did. And so maybe Snoke did that too. I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, there's so much that we don't don't know. So it it is difficult. All we can really do is speculate on some of this stuff. Basically, Brandon, there's more that we don't know than we do know with Snoke as of right now. And especially with Disney moving kind of away from the sequel trilogy supposedly, we may not know. We may not ever figure it out.
0: Yeah, and a little fun fact for you guys. um, If if you don't want any type of spoiler at all for um, Into the Dark then you know you can skip forward but it's just a fun little thing here um the space station which i think it's called a max a maxine station or a maxine station something like that um that they are on that 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 takes place in is where snoke lives Mm, that's uh, interesting in the comic so you know the where where snoke is at when when Kylo comes to see him yeah and you know he's got that like weird thing on like, his head <laughs> his <helmet>. and stuff. <laughs> and, he, and you know he's got the, the garden and stuff yeah and he's, yeah anyways that same place is where the into the dark takes place on in the high okay
1: Republic. that's actually really interesting I did not yeah, know
0: that and and actually well, what's interesting let's see if I can pull it up here the quote uh that that Snoke says um, when he's there is he asks Ben do you like this place and Ben Ben said it's interesting Snoke and and Snoke says, I'm very fond of it. The people who built it were trying to hold back the dark. That was the entire point, to create an oasis of light here in the great shadow. You see how well it worked. You see what denying the nature of things brought them. So. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting um, indeed. And, um, and, and I, I, I have not finished that book. Um, I, I've been slacking on it, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see if, if anything else comes out of this, out of that book. Leading yeah. into of course you're not going to get Snoke but seeing how it, it's just very interesting that, yeah, it's super that, cool that we're getting tying that together yeah, yeah that we're getting this high republic story on this space station and eventually like years way down years, in the years future, later yeah Snoke is going to live on that
1: yeah, station. that's so. cool that's really cool so yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and probably wrap up there. Yeah. Um, and we could we talked about we talked probably more than we should have about <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. Um, but but yeah, Brandon, just to sum it, everything that we said, I kind of already already said it. But but you know, with Snoke, it, it is still a mysterious figure. Uh, as the movies have come out, as some of the comics come out, as some of the you know visual dictionaries and all this stuff come out, we've begun to know more and more, especially with the Mandalorian stuff too. But there's still all how all the we have a lot of the dots, but how the dots connect is is the part we don't know. Right, right. We're getting more and more dots, but the lines between the dots <laughs> is kind of kind of vague. But uh, but great question. Um, I thought it definitely warranted enough to be our main topic, and I it definitely did. Yeah, um for sure. So keep them coming, Brandon. All you guys, JB, Alex, anybody who's listening, who doesn't ask questions. We would love to answer them as as in our Q and A or maybe even a main topic if it's if you know it's deep enough and big enough. Um, like that so, um, so hope that I answered your question I hope that that uh, gives you a little more insight into who Snoke is but as we end today we want to thank everybody so much for the continued support towards the podcast and we look forward to hearing from each and every one of you thank you for ordering off the merch store thank you for donating to the uh, to the, uh, the the GoFundMe for uh, Jedi Eternal 2.0 um, but we, we'd ask that you guys would please like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram uh, for weekly news, polls, discussions, memes, and more. Um, uh, but also, please follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you would like to, we'd appreciate it if you leave us a review, uh, preferably a good one. But, you know, hey, we'll take whatever we can get. Uh, but last but not least, we thank you for listening <laughs> and join us next week for episode 50. Oh, 50, the yeah. big 5-0. 50. 50 episodes. Pretty crazy. But last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.